one of the people on our Twitter. Let's post. yeah, let's yeah. let's preface this with we put out a podcast recommendation tweet and got bombarded. Uh, now our Twitter is pretty new, pretty low key, and uh, all of a sudden we got a crapload of recommendations of people hyping their podcast, which was really exciting for us. Yeah, it was very nice, and the podcast is called Fry Gay the 13th. Yes, I saw them. I saw their post. I didn't listen to the podcast. What would you, based on that name, what would you think the podcast would be about? Uh, gay dudes reviewing horror movies. Exactly, and that's what it is, but you gotta... <laughs> <laughs> yes! You have to sit through like 45 minutes of them just kind of doing this, but a very, very long version of it. Hey, that's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Marketing, baby! Yeah, it wasn't... It was actually really good. It was enjoyable, and it wasn't... Like, I, I subscribe to them. I've only listened to one of their episodes as of now, but I will get back to you if it becomes boring. Um, gotcha. <laughs> but yeah, they talk about two different horror movies... And they talked about Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, sure. Yeah. In the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. And then they talked about another one that I can't remember. <laughs> but it was an enjoyable hour and 45 minutes. Um, oh, that's a beefy, beefy cast. Yeah. Especially if you would have, you know, minimized the first parts of the first half of it to a little bit more manageable and. Somebody said that Tom Petty has a quote that says, don't bore us, get to the chorus. <laughs> like, hey, you're doing something, so do it. Welcome to Content with Content, the podcast where we talk about different content creators and what we like about them and what we don't like about them. I am Brent Ladyboss Sorgenfree, and with me as always is Oliver. He's allergic to possum books. I, how'd you know that? No one knew that. That's uh, this my secret. I, I think know. they're adorable, but I just can't help cuddling them, and uh, you know, turns my eyes red. It's <laughs> their little, it's their little naked paws that do it for me. Yeah, really, I, don't, I have no idea where that came from. It came from a podcast that I listened to sometime in the last week and a half. And as we said in the intro, that's been a myriad of different uh, sources. Yeah, it actually might be. <laughs> it might be the Well Read podcast, which is what oh. we are reviewing today. Yeah. Yeah, and it is my pick this time. I, I'm i not really sure how I found out about them. I think it was I was looking for new podcasts, and what I do, what I used to do was go down to the bottom of podcasts I already liked and look through all the stuff that I'd already decided I didn't like, but they want to suggest to me anyway. <laughs> it was either that or I looked on a, a top five list and clicked on it and kind of fell in love with them. Well, I, I fell in very hard like with them. <laughs> it's probably a more accurate way to say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, this one was fun for me, too, because I had, like, I had been following Trey Crowder on YouTube for probably, like, I don't know, a year or two at this point. Yeah. And, like, no idea that he was doing other things. I would just see him, like, I'm here to complain about some stupid shit and get, like, you know, white guy angry at at, at stupid con- the stupid stuff yeah they they um this isn't we didn't eh, whatever um <laughs> they wrote a book called the liberal redneck manifesto dragon dixie out of the dark where they i assume talk about how the south could be better or how we as americans could be better and yeah i don't know i i i am aware that he got famous for yelling on the internet about stuff but that's kind of my <laughs> least favorite part about them sure like they have a they all the three people we're really talking about is trey crowder diamond drew morgan and Corey or cho Corey, the buttercream dream uh ryan forrester that's yeah yep yep yeah and they all have their own spin-off podcasts from their main hub of well-read. Oh, okay. And Trey Crowder's spinoff one is The Evening Skews. I listened to a lot of that. Yeah, that... Uh, because we are bad at recording. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to an episode probably last week where I was talking... 
it was the one right before the election happened and i was saying that i listened to this guy and then this guy who claims to be an idiot about politics and it's weird that i didn't say trey crowder because that's actually who i was talking about that day oh and sure I was talking about the evening skews mm. yeah yeah i thought uh, i mean initial impressions uh it came in with some trepidation because like oh look it's a bunch of i mean like yes their gimmick is that they're like stereo they talk like stereotypical rednecks a little bit it's because they is one right right or they is from there yeah um and i yeah i had a, a little bit of pushback at that because it was like uh they're just white dudes who are talking about liberal stuff which is to be fair a lot of media i into like intake so it, yeah it, but it it was at some point i think even today you know because i i couldn't it, so i that happened and then i couldn't stop listening to them okay so you, <laughs> so you like hate listen to no that? no no that was the thing like i i went in and i was like oh great it's some more of this and then i was like hooked Okay. It, and it, I I liked it, but I also was like, oh, this feels like it's been done before, but then I just kept listening and kept listening and I didn't really understand like why I was. And then it hit me today when they were to talking to Andrew Yang on the evening skews. Okay. Is very uh, like their recentish. I think it was December eighth's uh, edition, mm-hmm. and <laughs> Andrew Yang said something you know smart and yeah. like how Andrew Yang sounds, right? Yeah, he's a, a smart dude who is in politics, who's relatively young. Yeah, and Trey Crowder responds with "Right on," and it clicked. <laughs> it was like. This is why I have to keep listening to him because they're pundits who have a sense of being on, I don't want to say my level because that sounds like an an insult to both of us, Um, but they're relatable. They're not just a suit behind a desk with a million dollar production. Yeah. I, I think that they, Trey in particular, the other person on that podcast is, uh, smart mark ag mm. who has he works in hollywood i'm not exactly clear what he does okay but um yeah he 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 feels sometimes a little dumber than i am about some things <laughs> and that's not like we're, we're in the same ballpark so it it isn't a lot where i'm like well actually if you think about it this way it's different but it's it's we in the Vlogbrothers episode. We were talking about edutainment, kind of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this feels like um, the political or news version of that, where it's sure. And I mean, they did a whole bunch of studies that I can't cite because I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a working encyclopedic encyclopedic knowledge of all the studies and podcasts you've ever listened to? Yeah, well, when I say that, what I mean <laughs> is I heard somebody say once. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. But it, w- it was something along the, the lines of people who watch uh, The Daily Show and The Colbert Report when that was still on mm. were actually better informed than people who watched major news organizations. <laughs> Um, and like, I, I don't want to listen to news, but I will listen to, to news. Like during the election, I was very, very scared. Mark was a person, was the voice who was like, actually, I think it's going to be okay. And I was like, I don't know why, but I believe this guy. Sure. Sure. For the most part, they feel like they have a really balanced opinion of things. Like they, they feel actually fair and balanced. Um, sure. Sure. The one caveat I will put on that is I don't know how accurately they see the strategies of people on the right. Yeah, I if I were to throw out one criticism, it is that they just kind of write off the right side as MR dumb. Mm-hmm. 
But then they also say that they're scared of MR Smart on the right. Yeah, I think it's, and I mean, I think it's like on both sides, there's people who are idiots who are on the left, and there's people who are idiots who are on the right. And there are, there are also people who are intelligent on both sides and mm-hmm. everything in between. Right. And I don't know. Um, and it's weird because I wasn't planning on talking about politics on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. The not talking about politics on a show about the liberal redneck and crew. Well, that's. I mean, that's kind of my least favorite part. Like, I like. I generally listen to the evening skews, and that's the only news source I really that, and maybe John Oliver, which sure. is depending on what's going on in the world and what his YouTube videos say. A maybe. <laughs> sure. But their actual podcast has is one of those things we were talking about it in the grand Pooh bear episode or i listened back to one and i was saying that like nuggets would fall off of stuff mm-hmm. and they're all three stand-up comedians and i one of the things i really really like about them is when they they break down comedy and why things why things are funny and why things aren't funny oh sure and they did that with uh, there's a it's a ted talk if you type in comedy ted talk it's like the third or fourth one down and it's a guy talking about why things are funny and he starts out the talk it's literally the first thing he says is he's in a big room full of people when you could still do that <laughs> and he says in a minute i'm going to have you stand up and tickle the person to your right and he went on to talk about how oh man i, I really should have re-listened to this before but he, he goes on to talk about how comedy has an element of fear in it and mm-hmm. It's something along the lines of a like a non-important violation, like a it's it's violating something, but it's it's a false part, or they're not really doing it, and that's kind of the spectrum of people who fall. People fall along the spectrum of that, where sometimes you could be personally affected by a joke that seems really mundane and lame. And because it isn't an actual, it's not a fallacy. You become, you feel affected by it. So you don't find that funny. And they, in the episode, they do a better job in my opinion. And it's like probably six months old now, mm-hmm. but they talk about how the, the, the joke in the episode they talk about is, uh, let me restart that they're talking about comedians when comedians tell other comedians jokes it's always cranked up to 11 and the joke that they tell is what's the best thing about having sex with an 8 year old girl in the shower you can slick her hair back and flip her over and pretend that she's a 6 year old boy (laughs) yeah Um, and they were saying that I don't know they went on to to break that down and, and talk about how they had to manipulate people in their lives because because of the things that were coming from them they couldn't get an honest they couldn't get honest feedback from the people in their lives if they said hey this is a joke i wrote whereas if they said i heard this joke they would get a laugh from their family which was really interesting hmm yeah hmm that's funny. I, I just listened to John Mulaney talking about every time he had to tell, like, he had a lung cancer scare. Okay. And in order to tell his wife, he had to preface the conversation with, this is not a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, honey, I have lung cancer. Hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, side note he's fine it was not cancer it's wonderful yes yes he needs to keep making everybody laugh Mm -hmm. he's probably my favorite stand-up right now yeah i think i think i would agree with that he's very funny Mm -hmm. and he talks like an old-timey news reporter yeah so back i guess we can go back into politics if you'd prefer because i feel like i took that in a really weird direction yeah i just I, i i guess i don't have a ton of most of the content from them, and I probably listen to 
six or seven hours of their podcast. Mm. I neglected to watch the comedy YouTube videos, which I probably should have. One of them in particular is very funny, but it's only half of it is really, really funny. Okay. Okay. Because that's kind of the thing. I, I definitely got mostly politics from them. I, the Even uh, the the well-read podcast, it seemed like... And I don't know if it was... I'll be honest, I had a little bit of a difficult time figuring out who was talking until today. Okay. You know, their voices kind of just sounded the same a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. There's there's a podcast I've listened to for a year where I'm not always, there's five people on it, which makes it a lot harder. Yeah. Um, but I'm not always sure who is talking. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I could understand how that would be hard and it's weird to go back to that place in my head where it's like, well, I, I know what Trey is going to sound like versus Drew versus Corey. Right. Versus uh, luckily you didn't have to listen to any with DJ Lewis on them, but that dude is who do tell okay so he's what so he used to be one of the co-hosts or no he's the unofficial he's like the the fourth man like mm. he is involved in a lot of their content they did a a tiger king breakdown when that was a, a good thing to do sure and i watched it twice <laughs> all the way through amazing yeah and dj lewis is another dude from the south um the very blunt thing is he's like a 40 or 41 year old dude who's done a lot of meth and maybe still does from time to time Um, rock and roll yeah but he's (laughs) he's the kind of annoying that drunk people are but he's kind of that all the time Ooh. yeah and it I mean, some of his stuff is really, really funny, but also some of his stuff is like, man, you guys should tell him to shut up and move on. Oh, sure. Yeah, typical tweaker, just rambling. Yeah. Rambling. And, you know, it, it is what it is. And he, him and Drew have their own podcast, which I haven't ever really listened to, called Into the Abiscuit. <laughs> and I have That's funny. literally no opinion on that because I haven't, I haven't made it through a whole episode. Yeah. Yeah, I'm speaking of biscuits. I'm getting a flashback of one of them went on like a crazy poutine ramble for like it was probably like a ten minute segment of them talking about how Southerners know biscuits and gravy better than anyone. Is that the one from today where they were talking about? I think I, I think it was like last week's maybe. Okay. Yeah, and like there, there was some Canadian drama about poutine being better than biscuits, and then they kind of all agreed that biscuits and gravy and poutine are basically the same thing because it's just carbs and gravy. Oh yeah, that was last week. And poutine is like fries, fries and gravy, gravy and maybe cheese. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, it's slightly different biscuits and gravy. But yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, on the apparently that's a controversial take. Yeah, on the one today they were talking about the proper way to eat biscuits and gravy. Whether do you smother your gravy all over your biscuits or do you dip your biscuits into the gravy? And then they went on a, a, a rant about bread bowls <laughs> for soup with soup in them specifically. Right, and right. Because fuck Panera Bread. Not whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's my edgelord take of the episode. And I mean, that to me, that, <laughs> that is their more entertaining stuff is they have one from a really long time ago where they're, it's around, it's either when they figured out that dinosaurs may or may not have had, probably had feathers. Um, <laughs> okay. And like, try uh, not uh, velociraptors. Uh-huh. They might have had like pink and purple feathers and is is that a good thing or is that a bad thing and then it's them getting like really 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 pissed off at each other (laughs) (laughs) and i can't remember what side of the argument each one of them landed on but one of them was like no i agree with the other guy i just saw how much this was pissing you off and i was going in for it and to me that is the the better aspect of their their podcast because like i don't know i don't i agree 
generally with their politics, but sometimes it's like, hey, be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. If if you haven't noticed, the world is on fire, and I'm trying to enjoy myself here, dickhead. Yeah, I am of the. Uh, I have a deep. I would call it a character flaw, but I like it too much to actually acknowledge it as a character flaw. In which I love feeling smugly superior. Mm-hmm. That's a good um, feeling. Oh, so good! So I love watching content that makes me like yeah fuck those guys yeah it reinforces your worldview right right and like i begrudgingly listen to stuff that that opposes my worldview because i think that i should but i certainly don't enjoy it as much so it was kind of nice do you not enjoy it as much or do you enjoy it in a different way um well, I I, could, I feel like I could safely say I don't enjoy it as much, but I do appreciate it at the same level. Okay, because this is feeling to me like my... Um, I, once upon a time in my life, I used to hold the door open for people, and it wasn't to be a nice person. It was in the hopes that they would not say thank you, so I could be like, fuck that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean... Like, I appreciate that there's people who are willing to go and, like, fact check Fox News and, and any news site, really. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know. Why why would you want to make yourself angry all the time? Mm, it's... I don't... Yeah, like... Shots fired. Well, I think it's because having a well-rounded perspective uh, when it comes to belief systems um is important for me okay uh when it comes to conservative politics like i can say i absolutely fucking hate tucker carlson because that guy's a giant racist blow douche i don't have an opinion on him like i the people i listen to say hey this guy's an asshole but i i haven't i haven't intaken any of his content yeah besides clips that they have selected for me to be like hey this guy's a dipshit right mm-hmm. yeah in a shocking turn of events he sounds like a dipshit in those <laughs> clips <laughs> and that's kind of the thing I I I hear something and then I'm like I feel like I should get some sort of bearing on like another example is um oh fuck what's his name jordan peterson i think he's a canadian philosopher fella that's right um and in a shocking turn of events i also think he fucking sucks that's what i've heard i don't again i don't know yeah and with him uh a friend of mine was like i listen to this person and i like what he says Mm -hmm. and all of the media that i've taken in to feel smugly superior was like that guy fucking sucks Mm -hmm. and so this my friend is an intelligent well-rounded individual with a healthy career and financial life mm-hmm. and seems to be a contributing member of society so i tried to open my mind as best i could and then i listened to this jordan peterson person and i i, I couldn't get behind what he was saying yeah. i can see why my friend might have fallen prey to some of those ideas mm-hmm. um but I thought it was for me important to get both sides um which in terms of like the well read podcast I appreciate that their perspective is like well we know what you're here for Mm -hmm. you know and that's the thing with partisan news like Fox News isn't trying to cater to liberal people Mm -hmm. they know what they're doing the well read nation knows what they're doing yeah and that's as far as the evening skews goes like my least favorite part of that is when they pull up comments because it it becomes apparent to me that it's an echo chamber of people who have very similar beliefs and some of whom are people who are trying to push that belief even farther to one side sure like i i I get frustrated in that point because I feel like they, they, they lose the ability to reason. 
about oh, certain sure. things where it's it's we've been talking about Tucker Carlson and ben, uh, Jordan Peterson who are people I know and Ben Shapiro is a person who I feel <laughs> would fall <laughs> I feel would fall into the, a similar camp as them he sucks so much it's funny <laughs> yeah and the I tried to listen to his podcast for a while and then it was just like, I don't care about politics. Why am I listening to this? Sure. And I gave him a chance because I saw a video that he had on YouTube about arguing with somebody about whether or not the Boy Scouts should allow ladies in it. And his points made sense. And I, I don't I think that corporations should have the ability to make decisions and, Again, you can vote with your dollar. Like I don't eat at Chick Fil A because I don't appre- I don't agree with their politics. I don't shop at Hobby Lobby because they don't provide their lady workers with access to birth control under their mm-hmm. healthcare plan, and right. I think that's wrong. Right. But I I think they should have the ability to do that if they choose. I sort of a yeah like yes I agree I think freedom is an important component uh the line for me gets a little blurry when it comes to like hating a group of people oh yeah i don't i yeah that it, i'm <laughs> not saying like we nazis should be able to open up fried chicken stands or something like that <laughs> but what i'm saying is like there there is a there is an area of in between where i can be okay not liking something and not yeah. losing my mind about it sure sure I, I i hear that um i i will i'm kind of conflicted right because i definitely think that that echo chamber idea is less than ideal mm-hmm. um but I think if it's acknowledged, it's not so bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's, I mean, I like hearing my opinion repeated back to me in a slightly different word. Like somebody clearly plagiarizes me, but changes up the words enough where I don't realize it's me. Right. Right. Well, and it, most of it for me is current events, right? Yeah. I'd rather have someone tell me current events that I give a shit about than current <laughs> events that are don't align with my beliefs mm-hmm. um, now I want to hear all of the current events but I'd rather be given the majority of it in a way that's palatable Yeah. Um, so I, I guess call that an echo chamber call it what you want I'm still going to search for things that aren't like I still want to criticize because I want to improve Okay. Um, so in order to do that I need to find avenues outside of the echo chamber so that's why I, for instance i couldn't use the evening skews as my sole source of information and news mm-hmm. and what you're saying is i'm a bad person because i do no <laughs> <laughs> yes absolutely fuck you brent no it's... <laughs> no i and that's and I'm not the best at this. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way to listen to fucking Fox News or uh, what is it? O-H-N or O whatever the fuck. The um, new one is. Yeah. Yeah. The, I get all of my news exclusively from QAnon. Good, <laughs> good for you. Let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> uh, I made a Facebook post recently and I just like... Oh, look, it turns out five of my Facebook friends, which is pretty good because I've got like 1,600. That's a lot. Yeah, well, music. And it's yeah. just bad people. But of those 1,600, five of them believe in QAnon hard enough to comment on my Facebook status about uh, these silly lawsuits that are happening. Yeah, was that the Lindsay Ellis breakdown of the Borat thing where she... So it was one of the things I feel like I watched based on your recommendation that popped up after we did it, but it was either her or um, Browse Held High, mm. where she was talking about the Borat movie and how the QAnon people believe in really weird things, but they also let a dude, Borat, stay with them for like a week. Right. And that's the, the people, the, no one on, okay, most people are not bad. Yeah. And, 
I think even people with really far-fetched conspiratorial beliefs are not bad people. Mm-hmm. And I think that... to Again, to tie it into the well-read nation, I think that gets skewed a little bit for, well, the evening skews. Yeah. And the, it's in the name. They understand that. Yeah. And I appreciate that aspect of things, but I do... I don't think it's fair to be like, conservatives are stupid. Mm-hmm. Period. Because they're not. I know a lot of very intelligent people that are, like, fiscally conservative. Yeah. I don't know a lot of intelligent people that are socially conservative, but that's an, maybe another story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure if we're, like, way off topic or completely in the pocket for the topic today. <laughs> yeah. We're we just we're I mean we're just red <laughs> we're not rednecks but we're talking about the same shit they are we're just from Minnesota yeah yeah I can talk like this if you want no I, no I don't I don't, I don't. <laughs> um but yeah I I don't know I to me that's I said it already but it's in some ways it's the worst part of the their podcast to me like I, I again i appreciate when they're yelling about nothing or talking about comedy stuff or they sure. they also do a thing i don't know how much of this you saw but they they seem to interview a lot of musicians because hmm. they're very into americana and i used speech marks right there <laughs> um because their definition of americana is country music that doesn't suck Ooh, aka country music that isn't pop country i think correct yeah yeah there's a huge boom in america country in americana right now and it's phenomenal jason isbell tyler childers uh they've had both of them on their podcast nice they had the newer one had rope and shovels and rope yeah they're great is that a shaky graves thing i i have i yeah. i couldn't make it through the interview fair enough <laughs> like i don't i I don't I don't get music the same way some people do where it's sure. just like oh my god listening to people say the kind of the same shit over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, I'm not super into uh musical interviews because honestly, it's kind of like that thing where the guy at the hardware store was great until he added to be on Facebook and I found out he was a racist. Okay, explain. Uh a lot of times musicians will appear on interview shows and talk about more than just their music and oh. then I I like I I used to really like Megadeth and then I heard Dave Mustaine talk. Okay, I I don't know. I assume I can assume what he said, but I don't know specifically, but I was going to cite Morrissey. Sure, sure. I, I get, an, an, uh, one of those people that I've I've heard is a giant dickweed and uh, I've avoided and yeah his music's okay <laughs> he makes music is what I will say about it yeah oh, fair enough <laughs> and some people seem to like it a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah Morrissey is comic books for me where it's like sure. hey it's cool that you did that but I just like the people who like what you did I don't want to deal with you yeah yeah well and I, I from what I know he doesn't show up to concerts sometimes and immediately like that's why I don't think Modest Mouse is kind of like I won't support them anymore because, Modest Mouse yeah they just the, their lead singer just won't will get drunk and not show up to concerts and stuff and that's the Morrissey no 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 oh. no they both do that oh, oh yeah and so I choose not if you're not going to respect your fans and that capacity like it's one thing if like you have to cancel a show because you're fucking deathly ill or yeah. something yeah but to like just get wasted and say fuck you guys like yeah or like oh, i'm not gonna do that i don't know from yeah. what i understand morrissey is kind of just a prima donna so i don't i choose not to support and, and that kind of goes back to it like i'd rather just not know what these people are like because if i like their music eh, maybe i don't want to know what they're like yeah and they had david joy on there who's an author Mm -hmm. Um, and he came out with a new book and that's why, I mean, that's what they do is like, Hey, you're coming out with new stuff and they have a little bit of a platform and right. the Venn diagrams cross over and I got his book based on their recommendation. And it was a eight out of 10. Nice. There's a book about the, the Appalachian mountains mm -hmm. and, uh, a, 
the heroin epidemic. Oh, sure. Sure, sure, sure. And Native Americans and, and stuff like that. And it yeah. was, I mean, it was, it's that, but in a book and it, yeah. Yeah. It's hillbilly elegy, but not shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we've talked kind of at length about like the political side of it. Um, what about their comedy do you like? Because I'm not like a, you're much more into like stand up and yeah. comedy philosophy than i am yeah well i feel like that's too much praise for me and it wasn't even that much of praise um i don't know i i really don't their stand-up is kind of okay like trey i they have an album out um the well-read podcast tour or the well-read comedy tour mm-hmm. that i bought and i've listened to a lot of times because i'm weird like that yeah um and I've gone in circles where it's like Trey is the best at crafting a joke where he he knows what to say and how to say it and when to say it. And Corey is the youngest of the bunch. And he's a little bit to me. He, he could be better if he was less angry. Like he his his podcast, <laughs> his separate podcast is called Through the Screen Door. Mm-hmm. And he'll do um, parody like a parody Bill O'Reilly type of a person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. And he'll do rednecks reading famous movie monologues, and it's a lot more silly and fun. Oh, that sounds hilarious. Yeah, and it's... To me, because of that podcast, he's kind of my favorite of the the three now. Okay. Drew Morgan has some really funny stuff on his section of that, too. But he also has a lot of I, I don't care as much about this, and sure. he feels like a little bit more polish on his standup would would improve it. Um, and I don't know, I it's it's high class white trash people, yeah, talking about stuff that matters to me, like gay rights in comedy stuff and one of the i feel like i'm shitting on these guys a lot but i actually do really like them <laughs> i'm wearing their shirt right now literally <laughs> well i i think that's i think circling back to kind of what we were talking about before the of if i am shitting on something it's because i like it it's not that i'm shitting on something it's that i'm i like it enough to want it to be the best that it can be yes like america and that's how i feel about these guys where they i mean it's the the trey crowder stand-up thing if you want to look it up on youtube it's trey crowder butter tubs will get you where you need to go (laughs) and you can find the three minute three minute clip (laughs) and it's that's from a couple of specials ago because they're still they just did a zoom show this last weekend yeah they were talking about that that i didn't buy but i should have and i should have bought that one before but i didn't um and he's he's talking about being poor and from the south and he had all these mini epiphanies as he grew up like he had to grow up and leave to understand that he was white trash and he's talking about going to his college girlfriend's house and she was a rich girl. Well, rich to him, her daddy owned the pawn shop outside of Nashville. <laughs> and he goes into the kitchen and he sees the dinner plates and he's like, why is all y'all's plates the same? <laughs> None of them are plastic. None of them have Dale Earnhardt on them. What's going on here? <laughs> and I won't. Remember. That's a good joke. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I can relate to that. Not that I'm from the South, but I, and not that I'm necessarily white trash, but I, my upbringing was not ideal and my yeah i of course you remember going to the rich kid's house and yeah. what that feels like but i spent my, my 18th birthday party getting really really wasted at the rich kid's house and it was very interesting that's cool yeah but my family has always dealt with like if if you map out how my family became my family it's weird and there's there's a lot of darkness in there and i thought about it the last couple times we were together where it's like it's weird that we get along as well as we do for all of the stuff that's going on hmm. and i mean i get that from them too where they were talking on the episode they released today about trey's sister Paige says that he has definitely repre- repressed things from when he was a kid 
And they're talking about, well, like, I don't know that I want to go into therapy to dig all that stuff up if I'm not thinking about it. Yeah. Well, I think comedians as a whole are probably the most prone to that style of thinking Mm -hmm. and being. I don't know. If Mark Maron is to be believed. Well, he is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if we were talking about that on here, but... it might have been after when we were having our chat after the show where you were talking about how Mark feels about all of the people who are like the generation above him. We were talking about people who are dying and how he's really good at expressing how he feels about them. Yeah. And I was thinking like us to Mark Marin is how Mark Marin feels about all these people where mm-hmm. it's like Mark Marin is a big deal. And for a really long time, nobody gave a shit about him. And I'm very, very happy that he is successful and somewhat happy in his life now. Yeah. Um, and it's like, dude, you should check this guy out. Like, I don't know. Like, again, he's he's not my favorite favorite, but he's probably in my top five for living comedians. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. It's, I like that they, I, I did stand-up comedy for a while. I never got... I stopped doing it because I was not able to progress at that point in my life. Mm. And I've thought about going back and doing it again, but I like, I like people talking shop probably the same way is, and I know it's the same. I don't, I don't know, but I assume it's the same way as when you get around other musicians. Sure. You guys start talking about guitars and pedals and music theory. And I'm just like, I fucking hate this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) But okay, so there's and then there's like, like the logistics of joke and timing and that sort of thing is shop to comedians question mark yeah and just like I don't know it, it's it's storytelling in a different way it's it's right. why is this good versus why is this bad and and to bring it back to what we were talking about in the intro like I I listened to I think I said twenty ish new podcasts this week mm-hmm. and some of them were really good and I want to big up those people and say hey this was really good and interesting and you might want to check this out and some of them were not my thing for just because it was not my thing and then some of them were like this is okay but well really bad not to interrupt you but for our post credits blurb uh this episode let's 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 just wrap a bunch of these podcasts that jumped on our twitter yeah um <laughs> we'll we'll pull it up and okay. yeah, do that whole thing after the but yeah stick around for after the credits for a bunch of really cool uh podcast recommendations that are underground i mean because there are pe- fuck there are a lot of people doing what we're doing yeah and i'm again we said in the first less good episodes than the ones that are coming out now <laughs> that one of the things that we like about content from creators is the sense that you get of community. And I would like to try and build a community around this. And I, w- I was daydreaming today about, like, man, we should start a fucking podcast festival. And I know people who are doing conventions that are not podcast conventions, but I could probably get them to help and, or at least, you know, Oh my God. I just realized that there's like conventions here in Rochester, Minnesota. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me feel like we're small time when we say that. (laughs) Well, that's the beauty of the internet. I mean, fuck the green, uh, siblings live in like Indiana or some shit. Oh yeah. Well, Indiana and Montana. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hank, Hank lives in Montana, I'm guessing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but like John Green was like, yeah, the the uh, his most recent episode was like, there's a cemetery here that has the most vice presidents in it, and that's the biggest deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I think that's the beauty of the internet is uh, I, I want to talk to the world mm-hmm. because there's a crap load of people who are taking in the content that I love and I want to talk to people about it. I mean, that's a, another beautiful thing about Twitter. I'm so excited about these podcast recommendations. It's just, it's more stuff to talk about and explore. Yeah. And I, I also, I, I liked that I didn't have any homework this week because it was my pick. And I was like, well, I can, I can find some new stuff. And, and really yeah. what I've been doing is for the last like two weeks before that, I was going back through for the third or fourth time through a podcast I've already heard 
four times and just being like, I'm going to listen to this again and just let shit build up in my feed. And then yeah, I would go back to my feed and be like, I don't want to listen to this one. I don't want to listen. Yeah. To this. I get you. I hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. And I think this aspect of, uh, to bring it back a little bit, this aspect of storytelling mm-hmm. that translates into comedy and what makes things funny. Like there's a reason that, comedy news is a thing mm-hmm. because news is also just storytelling it's just real life yeah, and, and also, real life blows ass also news cannot be non-biased in a way literally nothing can be yeah like fair and balanced exactly like, <laughs> <laughs> like when you realize that documentaries are not not they're closer to blockbusters than they are to the quote unquote news or what news should be. Right, right. Man, have you ever seen a Ken Burns documentary? They're fucking thrilling. <laughs> yes. And I don't want to lump him into the category of like charlatans who <laughs> junk content because I really, 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 really like Ken Burns. Yes. But if you watched any of the follow-up stuff when tiger king was a thing you're like oh this is all bullshit and that guy was a giant racist the whole time that makes a lot of sense wait which guy was a racist uh joe exotic oh yeah that obviously (laughs) yeah (laughs) he had all of the trappings of it and he just happened to be gay and so you're like well maybe he's not and then no no definitely definitely oh oh yeah, and he. Oh, wow. I don't. We don't need to talk about Joe Exotic. That's so four or five, seven years ago. Beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fifteen decades ago. Feels like so long ago, but that was such a big deal for a minute. Yeah, yeah. I was in the middle of a divorce, sad, eating junk food on my couch in the dark, watching Tiger King. That was my low point this year. That was before I had a dog. That was also before I had a dog. Yeah. Hashtag dog life. Mm-hmm. Oh, adopt a dog. If you're going to get a dog, adopt a dog. Yes. Do that. Also know that they may come with some issues or problems, but you can work through them. Yeah. Yeah. Just know what you're getting into. But I don't know. Tiny dogs can't bite that hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but so I don't know, man. I think I appreciate that Well Read is doing The Daily Show and a late show with Stephen Golbert and kind of John Oliver mm-hmm. on my level. Yeah. You know, because I think bottom line, that's what it is. I, there are, they're very relatable people. I mean, shit, they have technical difficulties. Like oh, you wouldn't believe. <laughs> yeah. And man, I, I get it. And I think in terms of like, we talk about parasocial relation a lot. Mm hmm. Which is this is somebody's first time. What is parasocial relations? Sure. Uh, it's basically forming a relationship with a person that you don't or can't know. Okay. Whether it's a television character or in this case, a content creator having that sense of community with this person. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing about content creators is they build communities inside of their content in the comment section, in the, you know, in the live feed, et cetera. Um, but I think the Paris, like I enjoy listening to John Oliver. Mm-hmm. I, of like the left wing comedy politics shows. He's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, there's probably right wing comedy politics shows and I bet they're real bad. <laughs> I've heard it said that right wing people don't understand comedy in the same way. Where their version of a joke is like, hey, these people are disadvantaged. Isn't that funny? That tracks. Yeah. I'm angry a little bit now, but that tracks. I I don't know for sure, and I don't know anyone who's doing it. Let's, yeah, of the, I don't unfriend people unless they are outwardly aggressive to me on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of uh, right-leaning people on that show up in my newsfeed, and... Um, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> I feel like we should title this episode, We Picked a Side Today. <laughs> <laughs> we were gonna. Yeah, well, I mean, it, they are us, but different. Like, Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, and the, yeah, bottom line. I, I like gay people and guns, and I think Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I like guns, too, and I like gay people, and I also think Black Lives Matter. I, yeah, I saw a really great Venn diagram once that was like, uh, there were three circles, and it one of them was like uh, liberals, progressives, and conservatives, mm-hmm. and my favorite part of it was progressives and conservatives their like overlap was guns mm-hmm. i was like yeah <laughs> um but yeah I, I don't know um it makes it a lot easier to take in the news when it's someone i can relate to on such mm-hmm. a personal level um and it's not that i have the same background as any of these guys but the feelings are the same mm-hmm. not to get all like wishy-washy with it or whatever but i think there's a power in how people can relate emotionally and i think when someone's pissed off because their zoom keeps cutting in and out Mm -hmm. or when someone answers someone who's when trey crowder says right on to fucking andrew yang yeah i just like that's how i talk to people Mm -hmm. you know even if they're I mean, like, <laughs> even no matter what their status is, I, I generally, I mean, I swear less in front of important people. Yeah. But I'm, I don't change who I am, and I think it's important to have a face on some sort of news slash news adjacent thing that doesn't. Sorry, keep going. That sorry. doesn't change their, that doesn't change who they are. In, a, in the relatability sense, no matter who's on, you know, who's being interviewed. Yeah, and I I was thinking of Andrew Yang being on his podcast, and it's a little different because he Trey Crowder is not Mark Maron, but when Obama was on Maron, they said they specifically, Obama's team specifically went to non-traditional sources. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's part of us getting older or hopefully some of the political landscape changing where people are trying to engage in a different way. Cause like AOC on Twitch. Yes, exactly. Where, I mean, that essentially that's what you're trying to do as a politician is you want to be a likable person that wants to create change and... Again, I think I'm hoping that's what we are trying to do here. <laughs> but in boy, those were. Let me let me uh, just. Uh, I see your glasses are very rose tinted today. Well, <laughs> that's my idealized version of what we're doing. But like, I can't be a politician. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Fuck it. Why not? I don't want to. There it is. And I probably don't have the connections in the same way as like. Uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about Bernie and Trump and all that stuff. Oh, sure, sure. But, like, I think it's important to... A lot of what they were talking about is, like, what's going on in Georgia, and they have, like, a really grounds, like, eye view of what's happening in Georgia, yeah. proximity, etc. Um, Chickamauga, Georgia, to be specific. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's brilliant, because, bottom line, I don't, I don't ever want to be on the national stage politically, but, like, I would consider running for city council someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... I don't the the Georgia thing is is weird. Um, I the, during the election when Texas was blue, I took a picture of the U.S. map and circled Texas and sent it to somebody who's from Texas and was like, "Hey, what's going on here?" <laughs> <laughs> and now they're suing. <laughs> yeah, stuff and things, and and it didn't end up turning out that way. But, but, but one out of sixty. But again, the idea of this has always been this way and it's it's a john green thing where because something has been because georgia has been read my entire life i assumed it would continue to be read and things can change and that gives me hope and i that again i guess that's probably another reason that i like these guys is they they have that same oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) but they're also able to find hope in these situations and and in that parasocial way i got to celebrate georgia doing something that i didn't think would ever happen yeah absolutely absolutely 
and it feels really weird to be like, yeah, this guy. And then I step back and think of the guy that we picked and I'm like, I don't know that I like this guy that much. <laughs> like it feels to me a little bit more like I'm celebrating Trump's loss than I'm celebrating Biden, Biden's victory. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm hopeful for Biden's, uh, cabinet picks yeah like I, i'm i'm hopeful for the people that he surrounds himself with mm-hmm. i mean i've got issues with kamala but that's police and there's wildly different views on that side of things but mm-hmm. but no one's perfect and when she starts streaming among us stuff i will know more about her politics <laughs> <laughs> oh can we just get like everyone on twitch like just have the entire senate play i don't know fucking fortnite or something they don't know how to play fortnite i know but watching mitch mcconnell die over and 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 over again sounds about like the best christmas gift a little boy like myself could ask for yeah yeah i was about to go real dark but i'm not gonna yeah so, I don't know. Bottom line, I really like Well-Read Nation. I don't know that I'm going to listen to them religiously. Um, I kind of have my news, like, between NPR and all that stuff. It's it's kind of... I got it on lock-ish. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure I will tune in every once in a while because sometimes I run out of content. and they're pro- it's, it's sort of that... I've got a few people that are like, I, these are my main content yeah. sources... And then the runners up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm definitely gonna watch this as soon as I don't have anything on my like main yeah. list to watch. And yeah. I, th- I feel like Well Read is probably right there. Okay, that's cool. Um, and maybe it'll move up. It, it, it certainly went from like I don't know to that is really good. Yeah, pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, I just, we should transition to stuff that's like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So stuff that's like this is the evening excuse, which I actually didn't intend you to listen to as much as <laughs> I was planning on talking about all three of them more, but it's fine that we did that. Um, evening excuse, um, into the biscuit with mm-hmm. Drew Morgan and DJ DJ Lewis. They also recent fairly sorry. This is a sidebar. Yeah, but fairly recently, like within the last two months, on their actual podcast, they talked about. DJ Lewis and Corey come into Rochester to play at Goonies. <laughs> and apparently they spent $400 at the Gypsy Cab Company, which, if you don't know, is or was a bar here in town. <laughs> and they put it on a credit card, and they're like, dude, we didn't we didn't get a taxi when we were there. And he called up the company and was like, dude, we didn't get a taxi. This $400 charge is bullshit, and got it wiped off the credit card when they actually just got drunk for free. <laughs> Um, Rochester, Minnesota. Ladies and gentlemen, come here and uh, get wasted uh, on our dime, I guess. Uh, well, on whoever credit. Yeah. 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 Um, get drunk for free. <laughs> <laughs> through the screen door with Corey Ryan Forrester. Um, again, is probably my favorite of the universe ones of their universe stuff. Sure. Um, speaking of Minnesota podcasts, uh, middle of somewhere with. What the fuck is his name? <laughs> Chad Daniels and Cy Amundsen. Right on. They're it's they're two dudes from Minnesota, and it's they're kind of like the libertarian version of these guys, but they're not. Okay. Like the, most of their podcast is them yelling about talking about yelling about yelling at people who are being stupid in public. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I yeah I I. I abhor libertarian politics but that sounds fun (laughs) but not not like actual libertarians just like you can't fucking tell me what to do (laughs) just angsty edgelords yeah i I do like angry angry people i don't know what it is yeah and then brent terhune has a youtube channel and apparently he's on parlor he was on our recent episode of the Well Read podcast, mm-hmm. but he his thing is um, he does satirical like two minute long videos uh, for a character that who's MAGA. Oh yes, I've, I've yeah, I've, you sent me a couple of those and they were very funny. Yeah, and I think <laughs> that's what I got. That's like this 
Right on. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I would say a lot of the late night. It's it's late night talk show, but but with a new gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the Daily Show, a late show with Stephen Colbert, John Oliver. I I think it's it's very much along those lines. Um, I found it kind of, honestly, kind of similar to like the first 25 minutes of every Mark Maron podcast of every episode of what the fuck. (laughs) Yeah. That that makes sense. (laughs) You know, um, which is great. I, I, I like that a lot. Um, the big picture with movie Bob, some of his stuff is, uh, along these lines as well. More of a single person video essay format of kind of, uh, topic topical discussion. I secretly hope that we don't do Movie Bob until episode like two hundred. <laughs> so it'll just be this figure in my head where you bring him up like literally every episode, and I'm just like, I have no idea who this guy is, and I'm yeah. not smart enough to be like, Hey, Movie Bob, when I'm all alone at home. <laughs> I don't know. He's a content creator that people like. Man, go to his Twitter sometime. Every single one of his tweets just a bunch of people make it their hot it's the weirdest internet pastime is shitting all over movie bob hmm. because he made a couple of off-color jokes some at some point didn't he get into a thing with Lindsay ellis not too long ago yeah yeah okay yeah we we talked about it already on the podcast yeah and- yeah it's uncomfortable all around i like both of their content uh whatever okay <laughs> um uh, the legal eagle he does a little bit more uh, lawyery unpacking of mm-hmm. of topical issues, um, so he kind of gets into the the nitty gritty of of specific t- uh, political events. Okay, and then he also does like pop culture stuff too, um, which can be funny and sometimes isn't. I don't know. That's kind of all I got. It's the news, man. It's the news and comedy. So if you smush those together, there's. A lot of people doing that, but mm-hmm. I think Well Read Nation specifically do it fairly well in a relatable sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, uh, some more news. I should. Oh out. shit! Yeah, some more news. Yeah, thank you. That I was going to yeah. mention that too. And Cody, I I'm concerned about Cody. <laughs> if you watch it and you like it, just send him a tweet. This is at Doctor Mister Cody. <laughs> says, "Hey man, you're awesome, and don't like kill yourself." Please. <laughs> Fact-checking shitheads all day. <laughs> Why is Tucker Carlson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what are we doing next time? Uh, so what you did last time was you gave me some choices, so I'm going to give you some choices. Uh, and so uh, we can go back to video game land with The Completionist. We can uh, jump into... Uh, legal shit with the legal eagle or we can say fuck it man and just do Marin. <laughs> fuck <laughs> hmm well I'm somewhat familiar with the completionist and I have seen a video where he's playing games with people I know he's sure yeah he plays among us with wrestlers so that's good this legal he does like WWE a lot oh jeez or this is like professional wrestling. I, but I don't. Do catch you much have a that. three-sided coin I can flip? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I feel like we should do the legal eagle, um, because we can just poop out a Mark Maron episode whenever. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would like the completionist to go back in the rotation fairly soon-ish. Sweet. So that's those are my next two picks. Then okay. we'll we'll let the audience kind of anticipate that. So we'll do uh, legal legal next week, and then whatever you pick, and then we'll come back and do the completionist because I think it'd be kind of fun to get back to video game land and some more lighthearted content too. That sounds good. Yeah. Sweet. That's an episode. Bye. See you. Thanks for listening to Content with Content. You can find us online at. C with C on Twitter. You can find us at contentwithcontentpod.com or shoot us an email at contentwithcontentpod at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, so drop us a like, a subscribe, a follow, and most importantly, a review if you can. Uh, it really helps us out, and uh, we just appreciate that you're listening. So, until next time, we'll see you in the comments section.
So check out Two Actors Walk Into a Bar. It's two British people talking about actors getting hurt while performing. Oh, I'll go. Uh, the Cryptic Podcast is a fiction horror podcast about two uh, radio show hosts that get into spooky shenanigans. Friday the 13th is a horror podcast by two gay dudes from Chicago, and they talk about two different horror movies, and there's a whole bunch of stuff. I, Yeah. Um, I also, the um, 60 Cycle Hum Guitar Podcast, um, that's, a, it's pretty popular, but it's not, it's not super, super big. Um, but if you're into, like, guitar stuff, guitar gear, general music stuff, they're pretty good. <laughs> the Sitcam Podcast is a podcast where three friends get together and talk about ep- the ep- fucking, fucking shit. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, we're doing it live. The Sitcam Podcast is a podcast where three friends get together and talk about friends episode by episode. It's by, yeah, it's real good. Fuck. Sweet. Uh, That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've talked about it before, but Dungeons and Daddies is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a great, a great podcast. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, but with the gimmick that the main characters are suburban dad archetypes. Oh, you have to do this one because I don't know how to say that. Mm. The Stygian Chronicles. Oh, is this the the spooky fiction one that you were talking about? Yeah, the Stygian Chronicles is a fiction podcast where they tell a story. They're about 20 minutes long, and they're as good as Sherlock Holmes stories, in my opinion. Sweet. Shoot the Flick is a podcast where two married people get together and talk about movies. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Uh, what about that Jamaican lady? She was good. Nasanta's Real. Yeah, Nasanta's Real. It's a Christian podcast, and they talk about Christianity and spirituality, and they're fairly open-minded. I thought it was a real good listen. Nice. Um, and Yeah, so basically, also go to our Twitter. Um we post fairly regularly for one, but the one of our if you scroll down a ways, there's a asking for podcast recommendations and there's like 50 people shouting out their podcasts and I just wanted to say how neat it was to be a part of such a community mm-hmm. like these people I don't none of us know each other uh, and they're all looking for a platform to be seen on but I mean, I don't know. It's nice to be a part of that. Um, we're all kind of doing the same thing, and even if, even if there's not really any give and take, it's we're all <laughs> like they're clearly just like, "Hey, look at us!" But I mean, I don't know. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's it's weird. It might be too loud because I have a tendency to get excited about stuff. You do have a tendency to get excited about things. And then I speak with my outside voice.